1: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
0: The moment you've been waiting for since September is finally here. Valentine's Day. No, 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 Super Bowl. The big game. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? Don't worry. You can experience Super Bowl 56 with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a massive payout or Bigger payout. However, you want to structure it. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Did you do it? Did you use code DNVR? Did mm, you put a little DNVR in for the promo code to get 56 to 1 odds on either team by betting just $5 and getting 280 in free bets if your team wins? Did you do it? That's promo code DNVR, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl Fifty-six. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
1: Do I have the lawsuit? Yes, I do. We're just going to read the lawsuit word for word. We're to going to read the entire thing. We are legal experts. Legally, we must tell you that. We both graduated from law school.
0: Yes. At the top of our respective classes. That's why my Twitter handle is Brandon Esquire Perna.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Hey! Put the suffix in the middle. <laughs> Yes, that's how you do it. Welcome to the That's Good Broncos podcast. The Broncos will be auctioned off for sale. We're going to have a new owner here in Denver, and he's going to inherit a football team that's currently being sued by Brian Flores. I thought maybe if we did a pod uh, about the Broncos this week, Will, we'd be talking about their new offensive and defensive coordinators. No, 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 no. Tom Brady's got to retire today. Then Brian <laughs> Flores has to sue the entire league today. And the Broncos announced that they're going to sell the team today. And also somewhere in there, poor Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers are going to look for a trade. And nobody's going to even think about Jimmy G. I didn't even Nobody. see that
1: news. That's how busy it is. I didn't even yeah. see that come up on uh, Twitter or NFL.com, or wherever.
0: Yeah. I'd retweeted a I think a Bleacher Report Gridiron thing that said it. So, who knows. But don't forget today's episode sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up at DraftKings and my coffee company benchwarmerbrew.com. You can get 25% off when you sign up for our subscription service and that's the cheapest way to get the coffee shipping is expensive so that basically kind of negates the shipping cost in most areas although somebody tweeted uh, urinating tree and i today and they're trying to purchase our coffee somewhere in africa and the shipping was 135 dollars uh don't think it's worth it so do you have to sail the coffee around the cape
1: horn or like through the panama canal to get it there
0: you have to dig the panama a new panama canal every time oh geez Cause there's yeah, a no coffee tricky. clause in the canals. Yeah. I mean, we could obviously
1: you and I could spend a whole podcast talking about geopolitics. Oh, and, and <laughs> why, why shipping costs are so high right now. Yeah. Instead uh, we have to, we
0: have to talk about racism and, uh, mm-hmm. uh,
1: lawsuits and
0: legalese. Yep. Nothing like two white guys talking about racism in the NFL. Two non-athlete white guys talking about non-current athletes. Current, we threw the football together once. Yeah, Will has the stronger arm. I have the better arm. I'm just gonna put it out there.
1: It's like Montana and Elway, essentially. Pretty much. And
0: just like John Elway, we were both hungover. We were both hung. Yeah, that's. (laughs) That's what's really funny here. Um, Before we get into this, Brian Flores suing the Broncos and the NFL thing. Did you watch the uh, Denver Broncos video about the hiring of Hackett, like the behind the scenes video they put out? It's like a 20 minute thing.
1: Uh, No, I saw the video of him in his garage going through old records, but I didn't see this. uh, I didn't see the 20 minute one.
0: Yeah, that was just a clip from it. Uh, Oh okay,
1: I have to watch this whole thing then because that was that was pretty interesting.
0: It's on the Denver Broncos YouTube channel. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. It'll make you like Hackett more. Gives you a little bit of a a behind the scenes look at their hiring process. Um, But it's just cool that they put it out there. So highly recommend. Uh, Yeah, Hackett, great sense of humor. (laughs) It's just and he's genuinely like it felt like he's genuine genuinely excited to be the Broncos head coach, not just the head coach yeah. in the league, but going to a team. Uh, I think that he regards as a great organization, great fan base. He like chatted with Justin Simmons over FaceTime. Uh, maybe he's a little staged, but it, was, it still felt authentic enough. So it just made me like Hackett even more. Yeah. He seems like
1: uh, he seems like a genuinely authentic dude. Yeah. And it's easy to have a good attitude in Green Bay when you're winning all the time. And to- it's another one to to be optimistic in Jacksonville and in, in Buffalo in those lean years. So yeah. I, I don't know. I'm impressed by the guy. Obviously people will clown on him if he's not a winner and they'll turn his positive attitude into uh it's more of a negative attribute. And they'll they'll, be like, they'll make fun of even- him relentlessly.
0: Oh, too busy making jokes to study tape. Too busy making jokes. Should be grinding film, scouting yeah, more players. It's like when a too player like posts hip hop dancing. Yeah, a player posts a pick on vacation in the off season. They're like, Yeah, you should be practicing. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. No. Um sure. I, I worked out for three hours this morning, so <laughs> my butt <laughs> been troll. in the
1: film room from 3 a.m. to 9 a.m. My schedule looks like Mark Wahlberg's. Please let me have 20 minutes to sit down. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I like. I just I like him, and they couldn't have found anyone uh, more diametrically opposed, obviously, to Vic Fangio. And I think that's a good yeah. team because the your your team takes on the head coach, the head coach's personality, um, as well as the quarterback's personality. I think so. You're halfway yeah. there.
0: I think that it'll be contagious, his attitude. And the the other thing I learned was, uh, I think it was his introductory press conference, which happened after we did our podcast last week. But he was talking about being uh, a neurobiologist. Is that what it was? Neurobiology? Okay, yeah. Yeah, he studied it at, at UC Davis. He was like in his last lab. Like he was a class away from graduating. And he was like, because they asked him like why he decided to start coaching. And he started the answer by, and I'm paraphrasing by saying something like a lot of the people I was working with didn't find my jokes very funny. And I was like, Oh God, that's my man. That's, he left <laughs> fucking neurobiology because nobody thought he was funny. And I think he could just be more of himself on a football field, working with players in that environment and he was like, "Well, if I'm going to give this a try, I better do it now before I become a boring neurobiologist." So, uh, fact that he looks looks uh, at humor in such high regard, Hall of Fame, put him in it. Do it now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it just kind of goes to show like how you can be uh, you can be on track to become a doctor, to become a neurologist, and if you don't like what you're doing. It's like okay, what's it's not going to work. You know yeah. what's the what's the point of that? Like, yeah, you have to find something that you're going, you're where you're going to enjoy the little things. Yeah, and it could be as different as coaching or literally becoming a doctor. Yeah, which I, I like to think he's more of a doctor of football now. <laughs> exactly, and instead well, of diagnosing well,
0: illnesses, he's diagnosing uh, defenses and coverages. Yeah. You're using the same brain power there. And with that in mind, this will be our last podcast. Yes. <laughs> God, I do not like doing this.
1: This is not fun. Yeah. Talk about two guys whose jokes never
0: land. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, don't they? <laughs> um, uh, my my biggest jealousy of coaches is that they get to be outside sometimes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and they get to completely ignore their families, too. Yeah, It's like you expect a, of a head coach to be an absentee father. And they
0: don't even have to be good. Look at no. Josh McDaniels getting his <laughs> third be, opportunity. You can be the worst run. head coach
1: of all time, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. And you
0: still get a third shot.
1: You can third uh, chance. You can trade away the – oh, God. when it, When we were writing that news script, that really kind of brought me back to – when I was in middle school and early high school watching Josh goddamn McDaniels ruin the Broncos. Oh, God. The, the, the level to which I was pissed off uh, yeah. and just devastated when he traded Jay Cutler. I, I've never felt that way um, about a transaction since then, and I never will, I, I would expect. Um, and that was before he ever coached a game. He traded Jay Cutler because he pissed off Cutler for trying to trade for Matt Castle. Yeah. And he didn't even get Castle. Castle went to the Chiefs and uh, he made it to a Pro Bowl his second year. But um, it just reminded me how disastrous his tenure in Denver oh, was.
0: He did everything wrong. And it totally,
1: it, totally triggered me.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think he'll be that bad for the Raiders, but... The fact that yeah. quit on the, the, the Colts surprises me that he's still getting gigs and opportunity. It doesn't surprise me that it's the Raiders. Uh, it's Mark Davis. Like, he's kind of a wild card owner. I think uh, they like the fact
1: that it will piss us off. Probably. If he does well.
0: Oh, the fact that sure. he's there
1: in the first place.
0: Yeah. I'm just glad Vic Fangio's not going there to coach defense. so I am too.
1: That would have actually made a legitimate difference and t- that would have turned them me. into
0: a really, really dangerous team. Yeah. Just would have been horrible. Um, <laughs> okay. So what we're trying to say is none of us actually understand how NFL head coaches get jobs. No. And the p- hiring process is supposed to be – fair and supposed to be diverse but a lot of general managers kind of have a guy that they want above all other candidates john elway classic example of that made his decision about vance joseph well before he interviewed anyone for that spot made his decision i think on vic fangio after talking to vic fangio for five minutes and in that process alienated Brian Flores which leads us to this crazy lawsuit now the lawsuit the Broncos are not the feature of this lawsuit but as a Broncos fan i couldn't help but notice their names in here i was like okay this is this is huge that brian flores he's suing the giants for a sham interview based on the rooney rule where nfl teams are supposed to interview minority candidates every coaching cycle. And I think they changed that to two candidates, right? Like to try and really be like, Hey guys, no, 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 you, we, we need more diversity at the head coaching positions across the league. Uh, So I I opened up this lawsuit after I saw some of it and I was like, okay, Brian Flores suing the giants, suing the NFL, the Denver, why are the Denver Broncos in there? Well, it's because I forgot that the Broncos interviewed Flores in 2019. But what's really funny, this is the official legal document that's up here on YouTube if you're watching. Yeah, and Uh, anybody can access it. Yeah, it's it's online. You can read through it. But the first line in here, (laughs) sorry, I fucked this up. I double-checked and misread the text. I think they are naming Brian (laughs) Dable. I'm sorry about that, BB. Any I like <laughs> civil suit that starts with "Sorry, I fucked up," I like.
1: I, I like, like how they included these things, like uh, blurbs on the on the front or the back of a book. Yeah, <laughs> checks review like, of the
0: lawsuit. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Old man
0: texts the wrong Brian. Yeah. So what happened? The reason this lawsuit is is here right mm-hmm. now. Because Bill Belichick accidentally texted Brian Flores, thinking he was texting Brian Dable, congratulating him on getting the New York Giants coaching job. Not a big deal, except he accidentally texted Flores three days before Flores even interviewed with the Giants. So Belichick heard Dable was going to get the job. They. Post the text messages in this legal document between Flores and Dable. I'm trying to find them here. Here they are. Uh, Bill text Brian. Sounds like you have landed. Congrats. Well, I mean, landed. That could be landed on a plane flying somewhere. But we're assuming landed the gig for the Giants coaching job. Brian, did you hear something? I didn't Giants question mark question mark. I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. Got it. I hear from Buffalo in New York that you are their guy. Hope it works out if you want it to. So that is Belichick covering his steps. Because that's Bell Belichick saying, Oh no, that's he still he still doesn't know I it's think the wrong. He, Brian. he
1: thinks it's stable still. He
0: still thinks it's stable That's right. And then Flores, that's definitely what I want. Hope you're right, coach. Thank you, coach. Are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dable? Just making sure. Uh, Belichick, sorry, I fucked this up. I double checked and I misread the text. I think they are naming Dable. I'm sorry about that. BB. So he's signing off. BB, Bill Belichick. Uh, So we know Belichick will end his texts from time to time as BB. Yeah. The only
1: thing that is um, hard to believe about this is Bill Belichick using all those exclamation points? Giants? That's, yeah, like these are some enthusiastic texts. And I uh I don't know. There's it's that's surprising to me. That is very very the yeah. m- most shocking part of this. I'm not surprised that um, you know a guy in his upper 60s is confusing Brian's. That's that's totally fair. Yeah. Right? Uh, they don't look alike. Which is, I guess, well, maybe they do to Bill. Maybe Bill's (laughs) so not racist
0: that Brian Dable and Brian Flores look alike to him, Will.
1: You know, I think that's possible. That's probably why he also ends up with
0: so many white wide receivers. Um, (laughs) I've literally had a joke like that for the script. But uh, we also learned here that uh, Brian Flores is on the 5G network. So his phone moves at lightning speed. Yeah. He's doing all right for himself. Yeah, he's got the money to do it. Speaking of sports betting. Oh, wait, we didn't say sports bet. We didn't have a good transition. Uh, Hey, the moment you've been waiting for since September is finally here in honor of the big game drafting sports book. An official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56 is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? Well, you can experience Super Bowl 56 with same game. Parley! Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings, of course, is safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. 1 a.m., you can do it. 2 a.m., you can do it. 3 a.m., you can do it. 4 a.m., you can go get some fast food from the drive-thru and then deposit or withdraw your money. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR and 56 to 1 odds. You can get them on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins the, super, the big game, the, the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. I can say it. The promo code is DNBR DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl Fifty Six. Now, Flores, of course, was fired surprisingly by the Miami Dolphins, and there was interesting nuggets to come out of that, basically confirming that the Dolphins wanted to uh, tank. Yep. They, uh, the owner, Stephen Ross. Offered to pay Flores a hundred thousand dollars for every loss that season, and also that apparently Stephen Ross arranged a meeting between Brian Flores and Deshaun Watson, who was waiting for Flores in a, a marina on a yacht. Allegedly, I don't think Brian Flores took that meeting with Deshaun Watson. But the Dolphins were trying to force Watson on Flores. Forgive my use of verbiage there. Now, all that's crazy. You're like, oh shit, the Dolphins are in trouble. The Giants are in trouble. He's going after the whole league to try and correct these uh, these hiring practices. And there's a lot of stuff about racism in the NFL in this document. And then I'm like, again, why are the Broncos in here? Well, let me just read you the the Denver Broncos paragraph, and why why they are included is one of the main defendants, because uh, all the other teams are listed, but they're un, they're listed under like John Doe teams, so it's yeah, some weird so
1: they get to keep their anonymity for some reason.
0: Yeah. Which, but if you're already not,
1: suing the NFL, uh, yeah, then it's strange not
0: to just say who these teams were. Well, it says John Doe teams, and then it lists every team in the league. So it's, (laughs) it's down here. I just it's like legal (laughs) shit I don't understand. Parties, okay. So yeah, you got the Giants, you got the Broncos. Defendant John Doe teams one through twenty nine are intended to identify NFL teams who have. So they're saying like all of these teams have engaged in uh, discriminatory conduct towards members of the proposed class. 'Cause it's a class action lawsuit. So right. Yeah. So they're just
1: kind of a lot of this lawsuit is kind of setting the scene and yeah. creating context for why Flores was discriminated against and, and yeah. kind of insinuating that this is the you know, this is the output of a culture right. rather than an isolated incident. Which is Correct. it's smart
0: to do it that way. But anyway, yeah. here's the sham interview with the Broncos, here's, allegedly. Uh, 2019. Incredibly, this was not Mr. Flores's first sham interview that was held only in an effort to comply with the Rooney Rule. Indeed, in 2019, Mr. Flores was scheduled to interview with the Denver Broncos. However, the Broncos' then-General Manager, John Elway, President and Chief Executive Officer, Joe Ellis, and others showed up an hour late to the interview. They looked completely disheveled, and it was obvious that they had been—that they had—sorry. And it was obvious that they had drink—oop! Typo. Typo. (laughs) Typo in the lawsuit. Not my dumb brain. It was obvious that they had been drinking heavily the night before. It was clear from the substance of the interview that Mr. Flores was interviewed only because of the Rooney rule and that the Broncos never had any intention to consider him as a legitimate candidate for the job. Shortly thereafter, Vic Fangio, a white man, was hired to be the head coach. Okay. First of all, he's Italian. He's Italian. (laughs) He's the butt out of here, Jack.
1: He's not just uh, you know, he's not Brandon Staley. He's yeah. not uh Wonder Bread guy over here. He's a he's a proud Italian man.
0: Plus, he was like old as fuck when he was hired. So like Yeah. They hired an old guy.
1: They do not discriminate um ageism against age. They're
0: not ageist. Yeah. So all right. I think that more than anything sheds light on the fact that John LA did not take his coaching searches very seriously. No, that no, he did not. He had a guy and he was like, all right, I'm going to make this guy interview. As long as he doesn't fuck that up, I'm going to hire him. And then, yeah, I'm just going to get the rest of these done. Uh, another sham interview had to have been Kyle Shanahan then. Uh, Cause they did interview Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, 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 the same year they hired Vic or uh, Vance Joseph. Well, yeah, so- and
1: that's that's kind of an interesting little detail that doesn't make it into the lawsuit. That the Broncos were interviewing Brian Flores to fill the head coaching vacancy left by Vance Joseph, who was like their guy from the beginning, so yeah. much so that they turned down uh, a very qualified. Yep. And a guy who would turn out to be very successful as a head coach in Kyle Shanahan.
0: Correct. So this is a huge issue that obviously I'm not a hundred percent qualified to break down, but I think what it proves more than anything is that your relationships in the league are far more important to you getting promoted and your next jobs than maybe your qualifications are so brian dable being hired by the new york giants is not a surprise at all to me as soon as the giants hire are named uh general manager joe shane as their gm who came over from buffalo i was like if Dable does decide he's going to leave for a head coaching job, he's going to get the giants gig because of course, he's going to go work with the GM who already fucking loves him, trusts Mm -hmm. him. They're going to be on the same page and they can build the team. Now that doesn't make it fair to other candidates that are going to interview for that job. Like if they're not going to be seriously considered, then the, the Rooney rule is completely useless in that situation. And it is, like a sham. And it's gotta be, it's gotta it, it's gotta feel like shit to go in and interview for a job that you know you're not gonna get just because of your race. And that's a big problem. I don't know if this lawsuit will actually fix it in the NFL. We've thought it's been a problem for a long time, and now we're gonna get a lot of details about why it's an issue, and uh it's just it's unfortunate that it's shaking out like this but it's probably like just it's like a a big problem the nls tried to deal with and they've created some things that make enough people think they're they're trying to rectify it but it's not really doing anything and now maybe they have to try harder to actually be better at helping more people build the relationships that you need in the nfl to land these gigs but yeah crazy the crazy part is for odd man sports today uh waxman wrote in a joke about um it's like it being black history month and this is the 100 year anniversary of the first black head coach getting a job uh in pro football And that a hundred years later we have come so far and progressed that there's still just one black head coach (laughs) in pro football. I was like, damn, that's a really good joke. And then this comes out. I'm like, Oh shit. It's, it's so like, it's a good joke because it's so fucking true and real and sad at the same time. But, uh, the other caveat there is if John LA didn't show up to that meeting hungover, I would be worried. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, this is only a problem if you can prove that they didn't show up an hour late and disheveled and possibly hungover for every other coaching interview. I assume that's how they uh, attack most of their uh, meetings
0: or interviews or events. Yeah. We could, yeah. Like we've known that LA likes to drink for years. This is not, it is not a well kept secret. It's not surprising in denver um no (laughs) and Uh, i I feel like that interview happened the day after they interviewed fangio i could be wrong Mm -hmm. but i feel like they were out eating dinner celebrating probably with fangio drinking late and then they went into this interview and they probably still reeked of like oh yeah we're trying to get our shit together the other problem there is if you are somebody who likes to go out and drink why would you schedule an interview that did not give you enough time to recover from your hangover.
1: Yeah. You have to schedule your interviews for like 2
0: p.m. at the earliest. Minimum. The older you get, the longer those hangovers last too. That's true. So maybe like 2 a.m. the following day. Yeah. Sometimes you think it's over, and then an hour later, your body feels even worse. So It's just things I am looking forward to in the future. Do you think this – Hurts Elway's chances of landing the ownership bid. Oh, I don't, because Joe Ellis is going to decide who gets <laughs> to buy the fucking team. Oh, wow. Yeah, again, weird. like
1: this is not shocking in the least.
0: No, the drunk We've stuff. We've known this, certainly not. And I think it's it's fair to say though that it's a million videos of John Elway being drunk yeah. in public. It's fair to say that. Elway made his decision before the interview. Yeah. The interview happened because of Brian Flores' race, but he didn't not get the job because of his race. Right? Those are like a couple of things. There's a couple of layers there you gotta figure out. There's so many layers to the uh, to this situation, which like it
1: the lawsuit does not address, um, I think adequately but you go ahead oh i had no more to say there oh okay (laughs) well i think it's just kind of silly and i haven't you know i haven't read every word of this but um for everything i've seen at least uh they don't mention the fact and why would they obviously um so it would probably hurt their case but i think a big reason why there there's only one out of 32 black head coaches In the league. And by the way, there's, they also mentioned there's six out of 32 black GMs. Um, But, which is kind of like, I don't know. I don't know what that says about their case. But um, who's getting hired? Like, who are the hot head coaching hires right now? Like, what kind of coach? Any coach who
0: is age 31.
1: Yeah, young guys. Young guys on what side of the ball.
0: It's the, the the hottest coaching candidates are based on the coaching trees right now. It's anybody mm-hmm. coming out from underneath Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay. Those are the people everybody wants at the moment. <laughs> and it's gonna be Zach Taylor moving forward too, especially if the Bengals win the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, but- yeah, like Bill Callahan or brian callahan will be the next guy from that
0: lineage but so really zach taylor kyle shanahan sean mcveigh they need to be better at hiring more black coaches underneath them yeah kind kind of i mean
1: i was gonna say though like these are all just like young offensive masterminds who are getting head coaching gigs because uh, that's just the way the nfl is headed and so the answer is not to force teams to hire, um, you know, defensive coordinators, and there are more. I, I'm. This is going off of um, just like an initial scan, but it looks like there are more black defensive coordinators than are than there are black oh, offensive coordinators. coordinators. Um, you can fact check me if you want, but uh, the the way to do it is not to force them to hire defensive coaches because if they don't want to do that. Like, that makes plenty of sense. It's to kind of gather like a, a a crop of young black offensive coaches. And another, I mean, it kind of, it's kind of linked to the fact that there's always um, a lower percentage of black quarterbacks because, you know, a lot of the best offensive coaches um, were you know backup quarterbacks in the NFL. So these, all these things are kind of linked and there's just so many layers to it. That to simplify it, um, like they're doing in this lawsuit, um, I don't think is totally helpful.
0: And even like like Kyle Shanahan didn't play in the NFL, but his dad was an NFL head coach. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of candidates are guys who grew up. I feel like around coaching and ball boys, <laughs>
1: former ball boys, fucking basically. ball
0: boys is the, the you got to be the ball, ball boys boy. around the world. Um. Sean McVay didn't play in the NFL right like did he
1: no they all played in college
0: college football yeah um it's a, a lot of I feel like a lot of coaches who don't coach like after they play in the NFL they're guys who just couldn't make it in the NFL you know what I mean as well it's it's a complicated uh freaking network of people and how you get into coaching and then there are just like there are weird owners who are going to go out and hire Josh McCown to be their head coach for some reason. You know what I mean? Who's had. Yeah. Yeah. He's a quarterback.
1: It's not a a stretch to like, to understand why that's happening. When you look at uh, who, uh, what's his name is. Who's the, the Texans bald guy. What's his name? Jack Easterby yeah jack easterby it's not like a stretch to figure out what jack easterby and josh mccown have in common yeah (laughs) they're both deeply religious religious. yeah uh so guys guys hire i mean it's 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 the same as any other working environment people hire people who are like them and who they want to work with and they get along with and, and probably to an extent who they look like um yeah so that, well, and that doesn't make it right it's just we have to i think you have to think about this on a deeper level to understand yeah. how to how to change it because obviously one out of 32 head coaches being black is like it's a failure and it's so like it's so deeply skewed um based on a player population that is 70 black
0: yeah and it's like it, you got to figure out how many you know, maybe former players decide they want to get into coaching and Mm -hmm. how guys who don't make it into the NFL want to get into coaching. It's it's like they need like a program to help develop young guys that want to be coaches right outside of just like working for a team without making any money, sacrificing years of your life, doing shit work (laughs) like that's the way you get like if you're not in the NFL, that's the way you get in for a lot of those jobs. Oh, yeah. It's horrible horrible
1: at, underpaid work for most of your career as a coach
0: yeah uh, and you've got to move if you have you're moving around you're moving your family around changing teams like it's a yeah. it's a weird industry uh, I don't I don't think it's like it's a normal hiring industry uh, doesn't mean they can't figure out a better way to do it and it just doesn't seem like they've actually put in a good effort to think about how to actually correct it. It's the way the NFL does things like, oh, we're we're getting we're getting heat about this thing. We'll just uh, we'll do this and it, we'll slap this on it and it'll get a, get everybody off our back for a while. We will, uh, you know. Whatever controversy X, let's throw some money at it. Let's get a good PR campaign going and it'll go away after a while. It's kind of the way to deal with it.
1: Yeah, and one thing the lawsuit brings up that I think I agree with and, and you would too and I think most people would probably say the same thing is it, like it really accuses the NFL of pandering with all these initiatives that they you know publicize oh, right. but don't follow through with like it's like, you know end racism uh, etched into the back of the end zone like stop hate on the back of players helmets it's so, it's so it's so empty and hollow especially when you look at the results where one out of 32 head
0: coaches are black. Right. And like, even when we learned like how much money of the breast cancer awareness month was going to actual work to help, you know what I mean? It's like, they fuck up like every time with, with this stuff. And I get, it's a huge league. It's kind of crazy. But if you look at, you know, the current Broncos coaching situation, they bring in Nathaniel Hackett, Hackett's looking to guys that he's worked with in the league to fill positions on his staff. That's where like, that's where he's going to go first for the most important jobs, right? Offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. And I don't think it has anything to do with anything other than who he's worked with, who he has relationships with, that's who he wants to bring in first. And if enough uh, of those candidates aren't black, then you're going to fill coordinator roles with guys who can't have that next step to get to the head coaching position. Um, So it's like he wanted Getzey because he worked with him in the Packers and Stenovich. And it's not going to get either of those guys now because the Stenovich going over to the bears and then Getzey's getting promoted to OC
1: Yes, yeah, so another oh, like, you know now they're interviewing Clint Kubiak,
0: which is kind of fun. another testament to how the NFL works. Yep, Gare, uh, George Payton has a relationship with Clint Kubiak based on their time together in Minnesota. So, yeah. and the Broncos and, uh, the have a connection. long relationship with Gary. Yeah. It's it's relationships. It's why it's so easy to predict where guys will go sometimes in these big hiring spots. Um, but anyway. Who is, uh, who is the defensive coordinator the Broncos wanted?
1: Oh, um, it's the guy from the Rams. Yeah. Right? And so they can't figure it out to begin with. Or they can't, they can't figure it out until after the uh, – Yeah.
0: Wasn't the – defense? he's the passing game coordinator.
1: Well, I think he has like a defensive title and passing game coordinator,
0: right? Yeah. Giro Evero. And right. he and Hackett at some point they have a, there's a connect, there's a connection there somewhere. So the NFL released a statement that, that got,
1: po- got posted like just a minute ago. Um, so I'll just read off of it.
0: Yeah. Give me that.
1: The NFL and our clubs are deeply committed to ensuring equitable employment practices and continue to make progress in providing equitable opportunities throughout our organization. Diversity is core to everything we do, and there are a few issues on which our clubs and our internal leadership teams spend more time. We will defend against these claims which are without merit. The only sentence that matters in that statement is the last one. We will defend against these claims, which are without merit. Everything else is just like word soup with a bunch of buzzwords and and you know, yeah, diversity and blah, blah blah. things every business says but doesn't
0: like totally mean. So do you think this hurts Flores's chance of getting a head coaching job, Will, right now? Yeah, I would say yes. <laughs> I would
1: say. Um, usually, historically, especially in uh, recent years, um, f- uh, filing lawsuits against the NFL does not help your chances of employment within the NFL. Yeah. Can Gruden lump his lawsuit in, too? I was just going to say. <laughs> I so- would,
0: but Gruden is actually mentioned in this lawsuit. Oh wow. So here's uh okay, so Evero and Hackett were teammates at the University of California Davis. Boom. Right down the There's street the, from me. See like that's like that's the whole thing. It's so relationship based. That was the point we were trying to yeah. make. And I think that's know, like
1: the the real like that might be because the the number of black head coaches is going to um it's going to change obviously from year to year and it's especially like jarring now because they just fired Flores and, and David Coley and I don't know if they, if anybody else got fired recently and then they were replaced by white guys. So this year's number is obviously going to look um, really, really bad, but, I think like nepotism, nepotism is it's kind of a reality to the point where it's not even worth addressing, but um, they kind of go hand in hand in a way, because like, if you have 31 white head coaches right now, and they're, you know, and you realize that hiring is a process of, of networking and relationships and who knows who, it's like, obviously, a bunch of white head coaches are going to give way to a bunch more white head coaches, because that's right. who they have the strongest relationships with, whether you like it or not. That's that's kind of the, the reality. And so you can't really have that discussion without, you know, talking about how nepotistic it is too.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. And it's like also some head coaching gigs are going to suck. Oh, like the yeah. Texans, the Texans job, the Jaguars job, like – do you like nobody wants those gigs <laughs> and <I> <laughs> it's just yeah it's the nfl's a crazy crazy beast i'm glad i do not work in the nfl uh coaching's crazy you got to have a good quarterback or your chances of being a good head coach are screwed from the beginning but anyway we'll see how this plays out obviously the broncos there's gonna be like they got to hire their coordinators. They've got a whole sale they're going to do. Maybe there's a free agent play for a quarterback. Although that feels more and more unlikely the longer shit goes right now. And uh, yeah, appreciate you guys listening. It's a long podcast, unexpected on a Tuesday. Oh, can I mention
1: really quickly? Cause um, I think I said there are 31 white head coaches. That is not true. They're just 31 non-black head coaches. Oh. Plus, factoring in a couple of vacancies, because you got Ron Rivera and you got Robert Sala, who um, I'm right, do not identify as being white, correct. And of course, Dan Campbell transcends race. <laughs> Dan Dan Campbell. Uh, Dan Campbell's uh, yeah. racial identity is football.
0: Yeah, <laughs> his skin color is pig skin. His his driver's license just yeah, it <laughs> yeah. says football, yeah. race football, <laughs> height football. <laughs> Sex, football. (laughs) Are you an organ donor? Cannibal. She's like, whoa, dude. (laughs) Kneecaps. Kneecaps. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you made it through the podcast. Thanks for listening. Good night. And John Elway was drunk. So drunk that he didn't need an ACL in that interview. John Elway's ACL is not racist. And good luck. (laughs) The moment you've been waiting for since September is finally here. Valentine's Day. No, 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 no. Super Bowl. The big game. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? Don't worry. You can experience Super Bowl 56 with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a massive payout or Bigger payout. However, you want to structure it. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Did you do it? Did you use code DNVR? Hmm, did you put a little DNVR in for the promo code to get 56 to 1 odds on either team by betting just $5 and getting 280 in free bets if your team wins? Did you do it? That's promo code DNVR, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Got to be 21 or older. Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 800